Von the Von Erich family is legendary. He was kind of a bully. Lance, Lance by, by chance, chance wrestling as a Von Erich. They were afraid I would go to WWF, so they kind of, on television, it's that I wasn't a real Von Eric. Find out what Lance talked about in his book. You know how many people that I've worked with that are, are dead, especially with world class. Many, many, many people took steroids on top of the other drugs. Chris Adams headbutted the, the co-pilot. And find out what happened when Lance left Dallas. I used to run guns from the States to South Africa and got busted in the UK. Lance, Lance by, by Chance, wrestling as a Von Eric. Lance by Chance. Get your book today at lancebychance.com or on Amazon. This is Mr. 24 Karat, the man made of gold, Trey Havoc, and you are listening to the Russellville Podcast. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest this episode is Trey Havoc, professional wrestler of seven years from Wilmington, North Carolina. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. Thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes, absolutely. So uh, you and I have a mutual friend in in uh, Victor Andrews. Yes, sir. Mr. Everything. Miss. There you go, mister. <laughs> it guy even cuts hair, right? Yeah, dude, he does everything. I don't have, I haven't found anything that he hasn't done yet. How long have you known Victor? I've heard about him basically my entire career, but I've known him personally since 2019. So was that four going on five years? Okay. And he runs around with C.W. Anderson, who people might know from ECW, been been in the the game a long long time pretty credible dude right yes a long very long time <laughs> he does not let you forget it either yeah well i mean he definitely uh he earned his place matter of fact i i discovered him long after ecw ended right i i found him on the network ECW wasn't something I was watching on a on a regular basis when it came mm-hmm. out. So I basically uh, was playing catch up on the WWE network when it was awesome. Yeah, when it was great. <laughs> when, it, when it was great. Don't watch much of it now. I discovered him and I thought, "Wow. This guy is something else, man." Yes. Seriously, yeah. you know? Yeah, this is a phenomenal worker. I met him. Phenomenal worker. I met him at a WrestleCade back in 2019. Um, this is when he was the AML champion. And um, it was the first time I ever meeting him, and he was so nice. Because I'd ask him, I was like, hey, you know, I know you guys train at the Fracture Factory, and I would like you to get in there and train with you guys. And he was like, yeah, he's like, come on down. He's like, get up with Victor. He's like, and we'll, we'll set a date. We'll come through, and um, we'll train. And um, anytime that I've trained with CW, it is the most brutal, <laughs> the most brutal training I have ever done. But um, outside of it, he is such a nice guy. But when you when he is training, he is intense. Yeah, but I I would imagine after you get done with a training session of him, uh, 
your footwork's got to be better. Something's got to be better, right? It's like, yeah. oh, I've never been able to do this before. <laughs> yes, there was definitely a shift yeah. from before I trained with CW and Victor to after. Like, he upped my intensity, my psychology, um, everything was just like, it was just like night and day difference. Right, right. I'm sure you've heard, because I've heard this just interviewing CW, uh, his emotion will be anybody's motion yeah. any day. Yes, absolutely. Have you heard it? Absolutely, yes. He, I So I actually, um, I wrestled him, I wrestled him and Preston last year at a Dominant Championship Wrestling. And it was my first, like, really high-profile match ever. We were in the main event, and we were going for the uh, AML Tag Team Championships. And I knew kind of like that was like a test for myself. Because I was like, if I can't hang with these guys, if I can't, like, show these guys, because I've, I've known them for so long, I was like, if I can't show these guys that I belong here, then I don't. I'll just hang them up. Like, I, that'll just be it. And after the match, talking to them and seeing how they saw me after that match, definitely, like, it helped my confidence and definitely, like, upped my game, like, dramatically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would I would imagine, right? I mean, you're, when, when, you, when you wrestle with guys that are maybe a step up from what you're used to wrestling, right, you can't help but meet them where they're at right it's either you you rise to the occasion or you drown and it was a secret sink or swim situation and i was like i'm swimming as hard as i can i can't float i can't nobody likes drowning no no so um after that and then i had actually seen them at a comic-con about a month afterwards a month or two afterwards and he was like hey trey i didn't know you were here if i would have known you were here i would have got a match with you and hearing those words, <laughs> hearing those words were validation for years of grinding. When he, when CW want, just wants to have a match with me, it was like the best thing in the world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet. Dude, after I um, after, like because I went and I talked to them after the after the tag match and everything, and after he said, I was like, oh, I was like, thanks guys. I'm going to go in the locker room and go crying. <laughs> I was with the locker room and I just sobbed. I was like, that's all I needed. I needed that for so long. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was great. It was definitely an eye-opening experience. Well, what's the scene like out there? Are there a lot of promotions out there? What, what's your home promotion? Where do you, where do you stay busy? Um, so I stay busy. Um. Lately, I've been wrestling at a Premier Wrestling Federation. I've kind of, like, planted my roots down there. Um, you know, Steve Carino's old promotion, now uh, Jacob Hammermeyer's promotion. And I've really been trying to, like, you know, establish myself there and grow. And I've also been at a Next Level Pro Wrestling. Currently, I'm Next Level Pro Wrestling's heavyweight champion. So I've been trying to, like, help them grow because they're a fairly new company. So I'm trying to help them grow and help them establish themselves um, as a a top promotion in the in the area. In the competition, what's the competition like? Who are some of the guys that, that I'd want to keep my eye on out there? Out of there, um, I know you, you know about, like, 
uh, Bojack, Diego Hill. There's a long shot. They're a tag team that's coming out of a uh, Premier Wrestling Federation out of their school, um, CWA. They're definitely killing it. There are a couple young guys who've been trying to like burn up the roads. We've got Aaron Cox, Calibus Kingston. We're actually in a um, in a group called the Path. So we're trying to um, we're a fairly new group. We've been trying to like set down roots and really establish ourselves. Jack Tatum. He he wrestles over at Next Level Pro Wrestling. Great guy. He's a, he's a, another guy. He's been on the come up recently. He's been a friend of mine basically since the beginning of my career. <laughs> Funny story. He messed up my back <laughs> in our like first match. So I never let him live it down. <laughs> I don't know how funny that could be. <laughs> it's funny now. I wasn't laughing when that would have happened. You only got one, man. Yeah, no, we uh so it was it was a tag match at a place called Danger Zone up in, in Wilson, North Carolina. But um it was me and a guy named Trigger Trey versus him and a guy named Joe Dance. And I guess something happened because I was it was probably like my fourth or fifth match. And something happened. I was real green. Um, I don't know what got messed up, but he went and he like double stomped me. And I was out of position. So when he went to double stomp me, he got to my lower back. And yeah, it's never been right since. I don't let him live it down. But <laughs> it, it's fun now. I just want him to know that he'll be pushing me in a, around in a wheelchair in about 50 years. Let's hope not. <laughs> no, I, no, I plan to walk. I plan to be walking in fifty years. So you're you're uh you're a pretty big dude. I mean, you've got you got some weight to you, right? What what's yeah, your, a little bit. Yeah, talk to me a little bit about your style of wrestling, your size. So I'm um kind of like a little bit of a little bit of everything. I try to be a hybrid. I really normally do just powerhouse, but I'm very agile. I do, uh, can do some high-flying stuff if I need to. Um, I don't need to very often. I'm a bit of a technician. Um, it's coming from my MMA days back uh, before I started wrestling. So um, I do a little bit of everything. I, I try to be try to be really flexible. I try to be very adaptable for my surroundings because, you know, with how things go now and how wrestling has changed, you get a lot of – you have a lot of – big guys that can move you get a lot of small guys that can do power stuff so i try to be a little bit of everything trying to get that new mr everything moniker i don't know man <laughs> i'll just be mr 24 carry that's fine i did a story on him and uh he, he was telling me about all the things that he does do it's i don't you know i just don't know how you would keep up with it. i don't know how he keeps up with it you know, this man doesn't sweat. This man doesn't get tired. I don't, I've never seen him sleep, honestly. I shared a hotel room with him because we were going down to Alabama and I went to sleep before him. I woke up after him. Like, I've never seen him sleep. So, if that tells you anything. Hmm. Yeah, he's always thinking, right? Yeah, always, always thinking. That's always in the business. All right. Some kind of business. Just always thinking. Right, right. So you brought up AML and mm -hmm. they've been in a company over there for quite some time, bringing a lot of big names. Um, what would it mean for you to work for them? What would it mean for you to get your foot in the door over there? 
another, like, that would be just another nail in the coffin that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, that I'm doing everything right and that I belong in the situations that I've been put in. So um, I've been blessed to be in some, across the ring from some incredible talent, to step in the ring with some good guys, to earn their respect. So I feel like to wrestle for one of the biggest promotions on this side of the of the country, that would just be more validation that I'm doing everything right. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Have you been Have you been to some of their shows? Yes, absolutely. Um, I've been to their Future Star shows and I've been to their main shows. What do you think it is that they do that that you know kind of sets them apart from another mom and pop out there? It's the to me, it's the variety, but still the it's very crisp. It's very clean. It's not it's not really rough around the edges. You go here, you're going to see some fantastic professional wrestling and you know what you're going to get. It's kind of like when you watch WWE over like AEW. WWE is a very refined, very, very neat promotion that you know is not going to be very controversial. It's not going to be very, uh, very family friendly, very, um, it's just a, cl- a crisp, clean overall product. Whereas like something like most indie shows are more like rough around the edges. Not saying that's a bad thing, because I enjoy it. Um, more rough around the edges, more like in your face type style. It's just a, it's a different feel. It's a def- definitely a different feel. They've been around a long time and definitely have a, a good reputation, right? And they've, mm-hmm. I mean, big name guys have been through there and been on their shows and, you know, they have a hand in Russellcade too, right? Or Yes, um, Tracy Myers, he runs Russellcade as well as um, as AML. What are, your, what are your goals for maybe, you know, you've been at it for seven years. Do you have like, you know, by this time I want to be doing this. By this time I want to be doing this. What, you know, what do you think? So I, I stopped doing like long-term goals a while ago because when I'd, I'd do that and I wouldn't, I wouldn't get to that goal exactly when I wanted to, I'd get discouraged and, I'd, you know, I'd put my head down and I'd feel disappointed. I won't see everything that I've done in that time. So I've tried it. I've tried to do more like, simple goals for myself and it's made me more grateful for the things I have been able to do so I have like okay in six months I want to wrestle at TWE Chattanooga which is a another bigger company over on this area it's in Tennessee Um, I want to wrestle for them three times or I want to go down to Atlanta Georgia and I want to wrestle you know at uh, this promotion three times like um, just be able to go into some upper promotions and be able to like plant a foot in it, like plant some roots there. Um, that's kind of been the the return booking kind of been my, uh, my big, my, my goal for, for everything, like every, okay, I'm here. I want to get that call back. I want to, I want to get that call back. I want to, okay, I'm, I'm this part on the card. Okay. I want to be here in the next like six months. So just small goals, small attainable goals that ultimately will get me to the goal that the big goal, which is, you know, 
big championships or big um big shows, big main events, stuff like that. Right, right. Do you you kind of feel like um you know being in the game for seven years, do you kind of feel like um is it going the pace that you want it to? Did you think you'd be a little further along or do you feel like you're right on track? I mean, how is it for you? Because I mean, seven years is a long time. Mm-hmm. And had you not ever started, <laughs> you wouldn't yeah. be far now, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> no, I definitely um I de- yes, I there are days that today was one of them <laughs> where I was like I feel like I should be farther along than I am but then I have to think about my journey from start to where I'm at and I'm like you know there were bumps there were bumps in the road and I'm like okay well like where I started I started in 2017 beginning of 2017 and the promotion I I started at was a very small promotion it's called uh, Dirty Self Championship Wrestling a very small promotion in Stevie Town, North Carolina, which is a very small town. <laughs> and um, I was there for three years. I didn't know anything about seminars. I didn't know anything about branching out. I didn't know anything. I didn't. I had no clue. Um, didn't know about networking, any of that. So I was kind of stuck in that pocket for three years before I started branching out and going to different states, trying to make a name for myself. So I feel like had those three years I've been doing everything that I've been doing for the past four, I'd definitely be farther along than I am. But I've also got to take in perspective how much I've grown in the past three years that, you know, it makes me it makes me feel a lot better. The relationships and the chances that I've gotten in the past three years kind of outweigh the other three that I kind of wasn't doing anything. Right. And tell me about maybe some of your influences or some wrestlers that, you know, that you liked or you enjoyed watching growing up and, and guys that, you know, you might, hey, I want to use a little bit of his style here or, you know, you kind of like people people in the business that you admire. Shelton Benjamin. Absolutely. Shelton Benjamin was one of my idols growing up. I loved his athleticism. His wrestling acumen, all that stuff. I loved John Cena's crispness. I love how he presented himself. I love the Hardys, obviously. From North Carolina, I had to love the Hardys. I love Taker. Love Taker's just whole aura, his whole persona. Love Shawn Michaels. Because I was it was right around the time of his second run when he was just having great matches. I love the sweet chin music. So all those guys, man, all those guys were just great. And then when I started getting into TNA and I started watching like AJ Styles and his earlier his earlier runs with them as like X Division champion, like just getting into that stuff right there. When Bobby Roode went to the It Factor, it was my favorite. I loved it. So just stuff like that. Um, those guys kind of definitely uh, showed me a different side of like what you can do. It was kind of like all their different their different accolades and their different like pieces of it kind of made up made the ultimate like package for me. I like Bobby Roode. Yes. Man. I mean, he's to me, the whole package. And I haven't seen a wrestler like that in a long time. Just his, his charisma, his style, 
his delivery and I would have never thought that I, you know, I, I just never picked, I never thought that Bobby Roode would be one of my favorites to watch, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it, it's those ones that sneak up on you. Cause like, I remember watching him in Beer Money and I was like, oh, James Storm's the obvious, like the obvious favorite here. Then they broke up and Bobby Roode became the it factor. And it was like, oh, this is completely different. <laughs> like, I like yeah. this. Yeah, he is my favorite wrestler. I didn't even know it. <laughs> that's how it goes man that's how it goes i remember I, when i met i met jeff a few years ago i actually got to wrestle in front of him and matt but um like because he was taking pictures with all the wrestlers and i was like you're one of the reasons i got into this because you were the first match i ever saw and like i don't think about it i don't think about how influential he was to my career so it's like it's just funny like you don't think about these things and you're just like ah, oh, hey <laughs> Yeah, and when you think about those two guys, the Hardys, I mean, my goodness. I mean, they, to me, I think they revolutionized wrestling to a degree because some of the stuff that they were willing to do, people weren't willing to do it. Absolutely. I mean. Absolutely. Like, putting their body on the line, like, the way they were doing, like, influenced a generation of wrestlers, like. You got the ricochets, the young bucks, like doing stuff, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we watch. We did this because we watched the Hardys. Like the the Hardys influenced us. Like they were our favorite wrestlers growing up. Like, yeah, no, they they definitely took it to a different level. Yeah, definitely. One could say that that style of wrestling, you know, there is a shelf life on it, right? I mean, eventually you're eventually you're not going to be able to compete like that. Yeah, it's a very, it is a high risk. <laughs> they call it high risk for a reason. It's a very high risk style, more risk for energy, for injury, more risk for, you know, things to go wrong. And like, it's just, I enjoy the style. I enjoy watching the style. For me, I can't do the style. I can, I just, I don't, I want to do this as long as I can. And I know with, like, my size, if I'm just sitting here flipping around all the time, like, I'm going to hurt myself. <laughs> like, I used to do a, uh, from top rope, I'd, I'd do a top rope moonsault. I'd land on my feet. I I messed up one time. I hurt my ankle. I haven't done it since because <laughs> that could have ended a lot worse than it was. So um, there's things that, you know, I see and I admire. I love Ricochet. I lo I've loved Ricochet for years. Oh. Um, but I just know I can never him will Osprey. I just know I can never imitate their style. That's just not that's just not the wrestler that I am. That's another wrestler that I can watch and get lost in the match, right? Yes. I mean, just you know, and someone someone was talking to me not too long ago. I was doing a podcast and. They, you know, they asked me some questions and they were the guy, I guess, maybe was just, you know, um, started seeing Ricochet for the first time, you know, mm -hmm. like he wasn't real familiar with him. And mm -hmm. he was like, this Ricochet guy is pretty damn good. I said, yes, Ricochet is pretty great. <laughs> Yes, he is pretty phenomenal. <laughs> I, I mean, it, 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 
it really is like ballet, right? I mean, it yeah. is clean, and it, I mean, it's just—I I don't know how to describe it. It's just like poetry in motion, man. And it's funny because every like the big saying was, "Well, it's wrestling; it's not ballet." Ricochet's like, ah, <laughs> I think I can make it ballet. <laughs> yeah, it. You know, I mean, it is very enjoyable to watch him in the ring. Some yeah. of the things that he does, because it, it it's like I can't believe he's gonna do that, and is it mm. gonna work? And then it works, and it's like, wow, you know, it's yeah. just if you can't walk away from one of his matches and say, wow, that was yeah. pretty awesome, then you know, nothing's gonna excite you in this business. Yeah, it's like you're at this point, you're not even watching it to enjoy; you're watching it to critique it. Right, like, right. You're looking for the. You're looking for flaws, you know? Yeah. I mean, I can just, like, it, it's just one of those things. I just sit there and, like, oh, wow. <laughs> I, I just got to watch this again. There's a lot of my peers, a lot of wrestlers that have come and gone that I've known. It's They've gotten bitter, and they've started to hate it. And I'm like, I'm still a fan. Like, I, I watch it as a fan because I love this stuff. I've watched this since I was four years old. Because I love this stuff. So the fact that I get to do it is still like it's still like enjoyable to me. Like it's a it's a blessing that I get to do this stuff. So like I can't be bitter about it. Like even when stuff starts to get to me, I'm like, hey, I'm doing something that I've wanted to do my entire life. Never wanted to do anything else. So the fact that I'm doing that now, I can't be upset. So yeah, and what I think is so cool about wrestling is that there's something in it for everybody, right? Yes, it's I it's mean, a variety. That's that's right. I mean, if if everybody was wrestling like Ricochet, okay, well, it, it might not be that fun, right? But if you yeah. got a guy like you know Ricochet, and then you've got John Cena, and you've got you know uh, big guys, and you know women and well all, all different styles right the comedic yes. and you know the hardcore it's just a little bit of everything it's just like hey this is pretty cool because you could you could go to a card and they have a comedic match on there and then they might have a tag team match on there and they might have a i don't know a ladder match or something or mm -hmm. match. just a different variety that's what it's all about you know yes um like me personally, I'm more of the like, I'm the Seamus, the the McIntyre, the I have really simple things, but they look like they hurt. Like I've got really like my moveset's pretty simple. I might throw something big out there. Like I did a lion salt last night for the first time in forever, <laughs> just because I was like, yeah, why not? Just something to to pop the kids. Um, but that's more my style. Just because, like, that's a that's a, a style that I enjoy doing and I enjoy watching. It's the Walter style. It's my stuff is simple, but it's effective. Um, but then, oh, Dax Harwood, I love his style. I love Dax Harwood's style. In the singles, even his tags with Cash, but they're just like this is this is real to me. This is real. <laughs> you're gonna feel you're gonna feel the passion as I'm wrestling. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Well, Trey, how can fans find you on social media? They can find me on Instagram at Mr24KTrey. They can find me on X at 24KTrey. 
Facebook, Trey Havoc. Um, what's it? Oh, Threads. Threads now. Uh, Mr. 24K, Trey on Threads also. I'm on TikTok at Trey Havoc. I have them all. I have them all. <laughs> they can find me on literally everything. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, man, it has been a pleasure having you as a guest. I've enjoyed talking to you. It's been a lot of fun. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me. I really do. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have to do it again. Oh, I'm down. <laughs> I'm 100% down. All right. You're listening to the Wrestleville Podcast, where wrestling lives. The Pro Wrestling Vault. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Barrett Brown, Ricky Morton, Wardell Walker, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 400 photos from the independent scene. Get your book today by going to Russellville.com. Russellville. It's, it's where wrestling, wrestling lives. lives.